Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Shalom Yehudim, Shalom Shalom It's the evening of the fourth day, Erev Yud Chodesh Shvat, Parashas B'Shalach, Tavshin Pei Gimel 5783, the evening of the third day, Tuesday, 31 January 2023. You listen to Phantom Nation, the third in a series of six podcasts sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at gmail.com. On IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com, coming to you from Israel that is at the moment lost, troubled, even weak. Yesterday, at the entrance to Tel Aviv University, uh, Tel Aviv, that's the name of of the city drawn from Herzl's fantasy novel, dozens of Ishmaelites with citizenship enrolled in the university, subsidized by the Zionist state, uh, gathered and waved the flag of the PLO syndicate of Jew killers, and even chanted their calls for violence. Uh, There seems to have been the declaration of a new intifada, this one out of Jaffa, not to be confused with the intifadas of the Arabs without citizenship under Israeli rule, uh, this would mean Arab citizens using violence against Israel. Listen, you Zionists, Palestine will not surrender. To you, the revolutionaries, set the streets on fire. With spirit and blood, we will redeem Palestine from the river to the sea, closed quote. And I say Israel is lost if this important university is so weak. It does not expel these students from the school. In my own turbulent college years, the 1960s, in both of the universities where I studied, there were there was violence, there was vandalism, there were expulsions of uh, radical students for their vandalism, for occupying buildings. But I fear the administration at Tel Aviv University will do nothing of the kind. In fear of being smeared as racist, Islamophobes, settler colonialists, Thieves of another nation's entire homeland. I hope uh, you see the psychological projection here. And it's the Arabs, the Muslims who covet our homeland. They are the would-be thieves, which fits nicely Jewish tradition. Ishmael, Rashi told us a thousand years ago, became an armed robber who preyed upon the defenseless. Today we call them terrorists. Seven more Jews were murdered on last Shabbos at the hands of evil, hamitic, ishmaelitic, homicidal, suicidal lunatics. Uh, they claim to be, without a drop of evidence, the uh, descendants of Canaan, son of Ham, as was brother Egypt, the son of Ham. Egypt, the incubator for the seed of Yiddishkeit, whose greatest contribution to the Egyptians to world culture was the pyramids. Indeed, those are tourist attractions non pareil in the world. A major source of income for Egypt, that wretchedly poor country. And what is the attraction to tourists going to Egypt? It's to go to the pyramids and one of the pyramids, these greatest monuments to the death cult that was the religion in Pharaonic Egypt. Maybe this is a source of the behavior of Ishmaelitic uh, types here today, in which there are no, there's no lack of boys and sometimes girls wanting to murder Jews and be killed in the process in order, it seems, to escape this life, which I can understand, having traveled in numerous Arab countries, uh, not one of whom has a capital city to compare with a Paris, a Prague, Rome, London, 
and they're all overgrown Arab villages. From time to time, uh, we are treated here in Israel to interviews with brave Muslims who have converted to Judaism, uh, for to do that is to endanger one's life. One of them recently uh, said, the difference between Islam and Judaism is that Islam sanctifies death and Judaism sanctifies life. Uh, Israel will start to awaken from the wounds that the post-religious here have inflicted on the Jewish spirit uh, when Tel Aviv University guiltlessly, shamefully expels Arabs and no less the uh, agencies of law enforcement in the state must mobilize and see to it that these enemies in our midst are expelled from the country. Imagine if the flags they flew at that demonstration were not PLO, but the Nazi swastika. Of course Israelis would not tolerate that, but they do tolerate the flag of Palestinian nationalism whose creed is that the Jews stole Palestine from the Palestinians and do not have the right to an independent state, and certainly not one on Palestinian land. That's what that flag says, with officials in Israel always silent in the face of such mental sickness on the, other, on the part of the enemy for its corruption of historical facts. It's no accident that the head of the Palestinian Authority right now is an anti-Semitic lunatic for having written a historian's thesis that there was no Holocaust. And the Jews who were killed during the war were killed not only by Nazis, but Zionists too. The immediate voice of the university following this demonstration said that since this gathering took place outside the gate of the university, the university has no responsibility for the behavior there, which is true, but the university does have responsibility to its community of students, faculty, administrators, to keep such types out of the university. If the demonstration outside the gate was composed of students dressed as women and simulating or engaging in sodomy, would the university not have the right to expel them because they don't want such types in their community? Probably not in Israel. What Israelis do not see, cannot see, is that the creation of the state of Israel has failed in a primary goal the liquidation of what they call anti-Semitism and I call Jew hatred. The enemy today of the Jewish people is the same it always was. And it's a religious enemy. A rival competing religion, which in this case is shameless uh, over its theft of our religion and its perverse transformation of our religion into justification for oppressing and humiliating Jews. Versus the leaders of post-religious Israel who long for a change of heart within the Palestinians. Uh, someday Israelis hope the Palestinians will stop wanting to murder us all the time in these satanic atrocities of blood, horror, and gore, massacres, and suicide. These Muslims are really into this behavior as the ecstatic pinnacle of religious devotion and commitment. Murder as many Jews as you can and get killed in the prophets, and off you go rocketing into Muslim paradise where you get to be drunk 24-7 and rape virgins 24-7 for all eternity. This is the enemy that Israel does not see. What, does, what it doesn't see is that these Arab Muslim millions today are as hostile and flaky about Jews as German people and other Europeans were in the last century, in the 1920s and 30s. What official Israel should do is what PMW does, Palestinian Media Watch, record and broadcast through the media 
how these so-called Palestinians uh, write up their propaganda, which is like Nazi propaganda in the 1930s. A healthier, spiritually speaking, Israel would cease and desist trying to make friends with these uh, Nazi-like people and instead attacked the entirety of the Palestinian hologram, stripped them of their lying claims. In 1940, during the war uh, here, there was a teenager, Rahman Al-Kidda, his name was. He was living in Gaza, and he was a big fan of Adolf Hitler. And later, when he turned himself into Yasser Arafat, uh, he gave his first recruits pictures of Hitler to walk around with in their pockets. And only atheist fools like Rabin and Paris would think that this villain had morphed by 1993 into a man of peace, this mass-murdering anti-Semitic psycho-pervert. Israel needs a public declaration from the government that regards any support, verbal or otherwise, by a non-Jew in this country for the so-called Palestinian cause to be seen this person as an enemy of the state of Israel and subject to deportation, citizenship notwithstanding. Imagine it's London in the year 1940. Uh, during the Blitz, their city is being bombed, uh, thousands killed. Uh, imagine a dozen smiling local lovers of the Nazis parading uh, in Piccadilly with the swastika singing Deutschland über alles. What would your average English uh, Yarbo and Tommy do to them besides beat them to death? problem with official Israel is the failed strategy of trying to be nice to these people to win them over, make them into nice, friendly, cooperative neighbors wanting peace and prosperity for both Israelis and Palestinians. Israelis who think like this are living in a world of wishful thinking. Hey, 
And that was Udi Davidi doing the famous uh, saying from Hillel, if I'm not for myself, who will be for me? In uh, keeping with the foregoing about the likely failure of uh, Tel Aviv University to expel from the university these enemies of the state of Israel, uh, yes, they are citizens, and history does not lack for some citizens becoming enemy traitors of the state in which they are citizens. So what else is new? In keeping with that, the Knesset took steps uh, a step forward in this regard on Monday night in voting for the expulsion of citizens involved in terror. But at the same time, they exposed a spiritual weakness in this country that has long-term political and military consequences. Yes, 106 MKs voted in support after the first reading. Uh, the plan will empower the Minister of the Interior to strip Arabs convicted of participation in terror of their citizenship and residency. This will include those who receive money from the so-called PA, really the old Fatah assassins. In a hearing on Monday, uh, a mixed meeting of the Interior and House Committees, an official said 70% of the prisoners in Israeli prisons get money from the PA. And that is 70% of them have either uh, Israeli citizenship or residency, which I say is evidence of an Israel that is weak. These criminals without blood on their hands should be expelled immediately, not in prison. And they should be taken by helicopter or other aircraft one night into Syria and left there. Let their Ishmaelitic brethren take care of these heroes in Muslim eyes. Instead, in the plan discussed last night, they will be expelled either to Gaza or Judea and Samaria. I read that and felt faint. These are Jews who look upon Judea and Samaria as Palestinian territory. Indeed, that is what the world calls our ancient biblical homeland, and so do these Israelis. Against which usage, Israel never says anything. The Israel in which it's MSM, the radio and TV stations, except for Channel 14, and the major hard copy newspapers all refer to the West Bank. This is behavior that calls to mind the Muranos in Spain uh, during the Satanic Inquisition. For those unfamiliar with the term, it was slang in the 15th and 16th centuries in Spain and beyond for Jews who had converted to Christianity to save their lives and in public behaved as Catholics, but in private continued to live Jewish lives. There is something of the divided self in a Jew who uses the name West Bank. It's a kind of a psychological suicide. At Auschwitz, Nazi Jew haters effaced our names and burnt serial numbers into our forearms, and in this behavior, too, the names Judea and Samaria are effaced. Those serial numbers were as inhuman as West Bank is a no-name name. This is the mindset of those in the Knesset who want to expel enemy individuals to Judea and Samaria or Gaza. In effect, this is a form of Jewish heresy. For the entirety of Jewish existence began with Hashem telling Avram to go to a country and set the ball rolling in the Almighty's plan to create a singular nation, as singular as he is, in order to lead his greatest creation, man, to the knowledge and awareness of their maker and what he wants from them. Ben-Gurion, the secular Zionist socialist, even he himself, in the 1930s said, and I paraphrase, there is no authority among any Jews to disown any of the promised land. No one has that right. But this is what these MKs inadvertently, perhaps, are doing. 
forsaking the Jewish claim to Gaza and to Judea and Samaria as rightfully Jewish property. There was a, a moving, moving uh, human interest story in Israel Hayom uh, newspaper yesterday of a doctor, 40-something doctor, now working in a hospital, I think in Afula, uh, where uh, 20 years earlier, uh, as a soldier wounded in battle, he was brought into this very hospital in serious condition, but was so moved by the dedication of the staff, the nurses and the doctors during his long recuperation and physical therapy there, he decided to become a doctor himself, which wasn't easy. He had to like redo high school, get his grades up and get into a medical school. But what caught my attention in the story was the fact that this courageous IDF soldier 20 years ago was wounded in Janine inside the refugee camp there, so-called, there are no more refugees in it. Uh, that's another anti-Jew lie. With the news this week of that major operation Last week in the same Janine refugee camp, 20 years later. And I'm thinking any other nation on earth in our situation would never behave as we do. 20 years later, this area is still an incubator of Jew killers. For example, in the 1980s in Syria, Hafez al-Assad, which means Hafez the lion, sultan in Damascus at the time, he, he felt threatened by a growing Muslim Brotherhood infestation in a particular neighborhood in the city of Hama, where instead of inserting Syrian soldiers to eliminate the rebels shooted out in the streets, he surrounded the entire neighborhood with artillery pieces and shelled the neighborhood with thousands of shells, basically leveling all the buildings with all of the buildings containing people in their homes. And then he sent in bulldozers to bulldoze the rubble containing the corpses, thousands of them, and then he covered it all over with asphalt, uh, with the thousands of dead bodies inside, never removed. And I think Assad built a shopping center over it, something like that. That's whom we're dealing with. In the name of equity, though, the French did the same thing in Algiers in the 1950s, 60s, to, uh, to the 50s, to the Kasbah in Algiers during the revolt there. The FLN was centered there and responsible for the terror atrocities against Europeans. And in response, the French encircled the Kasbah and leveled it with artillery. Thousands of people were killed in their homes. Not that I'm suggesting Israel do the same to the Judean refugee camp. There surely is something in between, something far more effective than Israel's. And Israel treating these Muslim assassins as individual criminals that have to be arrested or shot dead when they resist. Unlike the rest of their neighbors, who presumably want nothing but to live nicely next to Israel. It's not that way at all. What a new strategy might do is, um, first of all, based on the principle that the Jeznin refugee camp uh, sits on Jewish land and we are under no obligation to tolerate on our land murderous, Jew-hating, bloodthirsty barbarians, that should be the first principle of thinking of a new strategy to terminate that camp. It is a sad fact that the otherwise praiseworthy advance in thinking in the Knesset yesterday concerning the expulsion of enemies in our midst is marred by implicitly disowning historic Judea, Samaria, and Gaza. Israelis display a praiseworthy inclination to compromise in general, find the middle ground, but Israelis err big time in thinking the enemy shares this value of compromise as we and other civilized people do. Uh, compromise can be among the civilized, uh, commonly a positive behavior or sometimes negative. Compromises display 
respect for the rights of even one's competitor, but compromise can also conversely in English be a negative judgment, as in you compromised your principles. But for the Arabs, it's only something negative. Compromise means you didn't get what you want. Uh, and you want all the wealth we Jews have here. And anything less would be to compromise on what these believers in the one true faith believe is rightfully theirs, really the entire world, and especially what belongs to Al-Yahud, enemy number one for all believers. Sigo por 
And that was uh, Mickey Rosenbaum doing uh, Chronicles, chapter 1, verse 16. And you're listening to the program program on phantomnation.com. Two days ago, uh, ynetnews.com's sister station, it is, of Yediota Chagonot, formerly the most uh, widely read newspaper in Israel, tabloid, uh, when Israel was far redder than it is today, the lead sentence uh, concerns the 13-year-old wild ass of an Arab teenager in Jerusalem on Shabbos, who with a pistol shot an Israeli officer who was a father with his son. He had to be put down like a rabid animal after shooting uh, the, the two. Uh, the would-be Jew killer only wounded them, thank God, however seriously. And he was named Muhammad, how fitting. Uh, he's famous. Uh, the, the original uh, Muhammad was uh, for being a champion head chopper of Jews. Well, investigators went through little Muhammad's belongings and came across his school books, whose contents shocked ynetnews.com for their glorification of violence and demands of students to sacrifice themselves, books containing vivid illustrations of IDF soldiers being murdered, and what is of interest, at least to yours truly, is that Ynet is shocked when it's been known for decades since the Oslo abomination kicked in that the textbooks in Arab schools in Judea and Samaria and Gaza on Jewish land are filled uh, with classic Jew hatred. Murderous Jew hatred, uh, coupled with the Islamic glorification of killing oneself. Post-religious Israelis may think Zionism has been a great success, and it has been in creating this country, but uh, do they know that within the territory of Israel, that Israel nominally rules over from the river to the sea, the children of the murderous Muslims are taught how to slit the throats of Jews in their classrooms, and how to put on a suicide vest. Yesterday in the Jewish Press, which was published in New York, a member of Knesset in Itamar Ben-Gvir's Otsmar Yehudit Party, Speaker Fogel, retired brigadier general in the IDF, he delivered an impassioned protest that Israel was not doing the right thing. Uh, things, rather, he said Israel must do four things. They must cl closures, uh, demolition, thwarting, and expulsion. Indeed, what the uh, IDF needs uh, is, I think, uh, a good historical researcher to discover how the Brits handled the Arabs here in the 1930s. There are lessons to be learned on what to do and what not to do. The Brits were the ones who invented the house demolitions. Uh, surely Israel can learn new things. Though I object to Tzvika uh, uh, Fogel's saying, we have to, quote, stamp out terrorism in a big way. When I say I'm sorry, but there'll be no stamping out of terrorism because it's the Arab character and uh, it's the Arab Muslim religion uh, and it has been that way since the beginning. This is who they are. For the sake of Israel's welfare and the truth, Israel must shed the foolishness of Israelis who thought with the famous scientist Dr. Balin that this is a political conflict and must not be seen as a religious conflict which to my mind is a monumental misdiagnosis by the famous doctor. It's nothing but a religious conflict and has always been that way. Israelis typically speak of the century-old conflict between Israelis and Palestinians, which is demonstrably false because the relationship with Jews and Muslims did not begin with Zionism, but with the emergence of Islam in the 7th century. And likewise, uh, for the first biblical generation after the First World War, 
the leader of the Arabs here was a cleric. He's not a politician. Like the Ayatollahs in today's Iran, who, like all Muslims, hate nationalism as a competitor to Islam. The creation, the birth of uh, the Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt in 1928 by Hassan al-Banna was a reaction to the fostering of nationalism in Turkey following the collapse of the Ottoman Caliphate. And the Grand Mufti here, Hajimin, was a soulmate of his contemporary Hassan al-Banna. Muslims have little conception of nationhood, as that is understood in the West. And so I think it's to misconceive the enemy if one thinks that one can stamp out terrorism. Also because I think there's no such thing as terrorism. Islam is an ism, but not terrorism, which would imply a political philosophy of terror for terror's sake. And that doesn't exist anywhere. Socialism is about restructuring society in a certain way. Terrorism would what? Mean a society of terror as a way of life? And no one believes in that, even the Muslims. No, terrorism cannot be stamped out because the Muslims do not see what we see as terror atrocities. For them, these acts are beautiful religious obligations that only bring glory to the devout.
And that was Daniela Javier doing a classic uh, Avinu Malkenu prayer, Our Father, Our King. Okay, this has been the third of six weekly podcasts of Phantom Nation, the title as well of a book of the same name sponsored by Floridians for Israel Institute at gmail.com. More than one reader has called it the best book ever on the war against Israel by Islam, currently camouflaged as the putatively primeval Palestinian people about whom there is nothing Palestinian. I'll be back next Wednesday, God willing, and when this series is over, the podcast will continue three times a week on www.phantom-nation.com. I'm Shai Bentakoa. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.